We are the One Story Podcast. We believe in the power of a story. Everyone has a story, and that story is meaningful. Your story can make a difference. Your story can inspire others. Your story is important. At the same time, ultimately, everyone's story is a part of one story. The Big God Story. It's not what you said. You're not who you said you were. back with the One Story Podcast. My name is Drew, and I'm with my friend, Mr. Labrija. Hey, buddy. Hey, hey, hey. How you doing? Morning. Top of the morning to ya. It's a beautiful Saturday morning here in uh, Southern California. We had a week of hard rains. I don't know if you'd call it hard, but well, there's a lot of water. It, it was, oh, I live in the foothills. Oh, you ranch you probably got so more than us it was here. well the, the it's all the rain rolls down off yeah, the mountain and yeah. dude it was it was like raging uh what do you call it like raging, raging water yeah <laughs> it was sick i dude at one point i was driving out out of a driveway from from jujitsu uh-huh. if you guys didn't know but no, uh no one cares <laughs> exactly that's why i don't <laughs> talk about it but the freaking i drove down the driveway like going onto the street and the water like went over the hood of my car what? i'm telling you dude i was like what the <laughs> dude it was intense so. yeah it's, it was uh, and then of course people are still flying around like right. it's not raining at all and it's good that we got that rain because you know here in the the desert of california with droughts and everything we're not in a drought anymore but um, but then the the other thing you got to think We will of, be next week. Yeah. <laughs> they let it all go to the ocean. Um, the thing you got to think about, too, is the all those fires, the wildfires that happened mm. uh, the end of last year. So it's so like dangerous, right? Because the mudslides. Dangerous, mud the mudslides and all mm. that. I didn't hear any reports or... I, I don't really watch the news. I don't watch... <laughs> I don't even have TV. We're not up to date. Last thing I saw was... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Football. I was going to bring up politics, but we don't need uh, to talk how about, about How about our picks last week? How did they or, well, we didn't really pick. Well, so yeah. We said, when is that going to be out? <laughs> <laughs> so when we're recording this, it's uh, championship weekend. So we got the on Sunday tomorrow. We have the Patriots against the Chiefs, and Ooh. we have the Rams against the Saints. So it's going to be some, some good games. Okay. Well, it's going to be what I hope it's the Chiefs. That's and two the Rams. good games. Yeah, Chiefs, Chiefs and Rams, Rams Super yeah. Bowl. I think they, Chiefs, I think Chiefs will pull it out. They had a pretty crazy game during the season mm-hmm. um the rams and chiefs and then so do the patriots mm-hmm. and chiefs i think the patriots only won by it's like 43 to 40 or something like mm-hmm. that so it should be should be some good games always fun to look forward to and then it's always sad because the season's coming to an end nfl talk with and then we Drew have to, and isaac and then we have to go back to baseball we're gonna have to go do but we'll have to go hit up a baseball game yeah well, we can't go. Little Noli has peanut allergies. And <laughs> it's like the peanut factory. I think they make peanuts there. I think yeah. they farm and, and harvest peanuts yeah. at baseball fields. But it's not funny because we actually don't yeah. go to no, baseball games. Because oh, really? Because of yeah. that reason? Yeah. Oh. And they even have like, I think the Dod- maybe the Angels or Dodgers, Abby looked it up, where they'll have like peanut-free sections or something. Sounds like an angel saying. But it's Orange County. But it's way... <laughs> Mexicans yeah, the, the, don't have peanut allergies. The, the tickets are, are so, um, I say so that, expensive. But uh, well, Kaya has a pe- peanut allergy. Yeah, but it's probably not as... Not as intense. Yeah. But she can't eat them. Oh, yeah? She can be... A, I don't know. She says she starts to get like... Like when she, she's like... that. Touch well, let me peanut. ask you this. Do you have EpiPens that you guys carry no, with you? No. Then it's not probably really. not. Did she ever get tested? 
Uh, Allergy no, testing? but no. she gets she gets ill when like oh. anytime she so accidentally I mean, like, even peanut butter like she so she's allergic to it, but it's not mm, it's not no. like going to cause anaphylactic no, anaphylaxis. No, no, no. Is that how you say it? Anyways, anaphylactic shock. Yeah, that's what. No, that's Dang, that was Nolan. a big word for me. Good job. <laughs> um, Get a gold star for that one. So yeah, today we have. Uh, well, hold on. Let's do some of our. Our business. Oh, yeah. yeah business. See, that's why you got to write notes down. <laughs> we have, as always, we would like to um, ask people, well, what? We're going to start with t-shirts? Yeah, let's do t-shirts. So t-shirts. We're selling one-story t-shirts. They're available on allgraystup.blog, and there's some pretty cool tees. There's two styles, or is there one style? We got two styles. We got the sound bars. Sound and bars and, and the testimony. Testimony, yeah. And that, uh, look, look it up on <clears throat> allgraystup.blog. That's Wayna's website. And yeah, support us as a li- listener supported podcast. We need equipment, ladies and gentlemen. We need cameras. We need, <laughs> uh, we need, I want to, my, on my wish list is a mixing board. Yeah, a new one. Want to get a board for, for the sound and everything, be able to get more capabilities. But yeah, all of that, it, it goes to, to help support here. And as this thing gets bigger, maybe it starts turning into something where it's not just supporting the podcast, but supporting ministries yeah. or um, just might look different. And we'll keep you guys posted on that. But we want to we want to hear from you guys. Always. I just had a great idea. What's that? With that. Like, say we did, because we did, we have talked about being able to support ministries or missions or something like that. Mm-hmm. What if it was like a crowdfunding thing, right? And then they get to pick what we support. What like give options? Yeah, or you no? Know, yeah, maybe, maybe they just start saying, you know, like we just kind of throw it out there, and yeah, maybe. the listener will be able to decide. That'd be cool. That would be. We probably need to give them options because there's you know thousands of different things yeah. you can support. <laughs> you just get everybody just picks a different a different mission. one. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to do it. So, uh, but yeah, that's a good but idea. That's not going to happen unless you buy a T-shirt. So <laughs> please support us. Please, we ask for it, and we thank you uh, that you're listening. Our continued listeners. We appreciate it. We ask that you share these with a friend uh, on social media. You can share our posts that we put out there or just share the fact that you're listening to the podcast and uh, that will spread into your circle of friends and this thing can spread. The other thing is um, supporting Wayna's podcast, um, All Graced Up, the All Graced Up podcast, the mom podcast. Mom pod. And she's doing, she's doing that. She's doing her thing. There's already two episodes in at this time that we're... Uh, recording, but by the time you hear this, there's probably going to be quite a few. I think you can find her on Pandora too. Pandora, <laughs> dude, nice. we're dropping the ball. How, really? she, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How does she have her? She has her podcast on more platforms than we do already. Well, come on, start doing something. Blowing it, <laughs> producer. I know, Produ- and, no producer. And then um, Brian Sumner is going to be coming out with a podcast that we're supporting, that we're producing. Isaac is uh, doing a lot of the work on that. And that's going to be and coming Drew's out the just, Drew's putting a stamp on it. So it doesn't putting, get published unless he <laughs> approves. Yeah. And uh, actually, I was putting out fires when we first recorded. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. And God bless you, Drew. Thank uh, you. That's going to be called the Foolishness pro- Podcast. Mm-hmm. That's going to be some good stuff from Brian. Um, and then as always, if you're listening on iTunes, we would really appreciate it and love you for it. If you leave us a rating and a review, reviews are huge. It, it helps... Uh, just give us visibility in the podcast forum, the pod, the podcast uh, community. I almost said vodcast. <laughs> oh, I thought you said. do a video podcast. Oh. And, um, it's coming. Yeah. So hopefully you can do that for, the, for us. We would appreciate it. And as always, we want to hear your story. 
So hit us up, reach out to us on our Instagrams or Facebook or email us one story podcast at gmail.com and let us know if you want to be on the show, you want to share your story and just give light to the fact that Jesus is alive and well and doing work in all of our lives. So today's show today we have special show. We were going to want to introduce, introduce, <laughs> introduce <laughs> Drew Hello, and Isaac. I uh, want to introduce you to, uh, <laughs> we're going to, uh, we're going to just talk. We had this is basically a recording day where we had one uh, recording and it kind of came quicker than we had to plan. So we didn't have anybody else come on. For, we usually record at least two to three episodes uh, when we come together and record. So today we just have one guest after this. And Isaac and I were talking and we were just talking about the idea of church, church in America, um, and not so much the. So with you know within just just clear it up within uh, Christianity or if you know you read the Bible it talks about there's the church God's church or or Christ's church the bride the of bride. Christ and that's the collective church you know globally if you're a believer you're a part of the church part of the body and you're you you know you have certain responsibilities in that and then you have your the certain blessings that come with it you're part of Christ you're saved you're sealed you're uh, going to be with Him forever in eternity with God and it's just going to be amazing. Right. Then the, the other part, but not to say that if you're not part of a church that your salvation is at hand, it's no, I'm saying that if you're a Christ believer, you are part of Christ's church and then you're going to be, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So the other side of it, that's what I do. I just step all over your words. Yeah. (laughs) That's not good. (laughs) (laughs) Why do we need to talk to you about that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, but the other side of it, what you were kind of touching at is the church expression and what hap- you know, what we see in America on a on Sunday, Sunday, basically. Yeah. So the church gathering, what does that look like? Now, then that's what we wanted to talk about. Not so much being a part of, and this, this is involved with it, this goes with it, being a part of God's church, being a, a part of the church collectively uh, in spirit and, and that, but... How is it being played out? How is it? How is the gathering look? And Isaac and I wanted to just talk about it because everybody has different experiences. I Brian? mean, everybody see see experiences church. At, I mean, it. I mean, not everybody, but at different points of their life. You know, either going as a kid, maybe being in the Catholic church, or um, being in a, in a in a Protestant church, and and then leaving, mm-hmm. coming back. I mean, just people leave for different reasons you know they're hurt by the church or they don't like the teachings there's just so much there's so many variables when it comes to the church right um you've been in you grew up in the church maybe right. you can talk so about I, I grew up in the church and you know i give my testimony where i kind of touch on it but basically it was just it was just a part of everyday life like that was a part of the family we we grew up in church my dad was an associate pastor for good amount of time of us growing up and then and then he wasn't but we were still always involved he was involved um and it was just it was just a part of it and there was a calvary chapel church here in southern california and so when you think about that that's that's just one expression of the church of how it looks you know a church gathering calvary chapel Mm -hmm. right and those are all over the world you know it's since spread Mm -hmm. kind of you know started founded by chuck smith which i mean it's it's amazing what what has been and done from that and the different leaders and, and pastors that are all over. We have a lot of guests that have been on that we go had, to Calvary chapels. Well, even Andres Huerta. Uh, Andres Huerta is a, is a pastor at uh, 
Living, Living Way, Way Maywood, which is a Calvary Chapel. So that's kind of was my experience growing up with it. And I don't, I didn't have anything. I won't say that there, that I can remember there's anything like negative about, you know, growing up in the church or the church that we had. Maybe that was because, you know, we were so involved with it. And like, I was a part of, I was a family that was really connected with the church. So my friends that were there with the church were other church families that we, you know, spent time with. So, you know, you start talking about like cliques and, and different things that form in the church. Maybe I was just a part of it. And I didn't, you know, realize the negative part of it. But you're, this is through the eyes of a hold, were you? Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm pre-teen. Okay. You know, like from, from birth to... So you're just hanging out too. You really don't have any part in the Yeah, I didn't have like an opinion like what's going on here. You know, how the structure is. But then when we got, when we went to Morningstar, which is a Calvary Chapel, then I kind of noticed, because we, we kind of came in as outsiders, if you want to say, and there was another church family that we went to uh, La Mirada with, and they were there at Morningstar. So I hung out with my friend Ryan, and then I started. Then I started noticing, uh, you know, there was clicks there at that church. Did you were, did you feel out, like kind of left out or? Uh, yeah, in a sense. But then the flip side is, you know, when I told my story, by that time in like middle school into high school, I started already living kind of that, you know, double life. And so church was just stepping away something I bit. did on a Sunday, mm-hmm. you know, that, that I had to do. Mm-hmm. So I think then everything that happened within our family, I kind of turned away from God um, and kind of was doing my own thing. Did that, did that experience, the, you know, your personal experience with your family, did that uh, affect the way you thought of church at all? I think not so much as church, but I think, I think in a way my my dad kind of represented a certain part of the church because he was, mm-hmm. you know, the example of what I had. Mm-hmm. And then when when everything happened and, you know, he left, I probably had a little bit, you know, it was it was personal, but then I probably attributed some of him as representing like the church, you yeah. know, or someone as like a leader in the mm-hmm. church, even though he wasn't at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh so I, I think that definitely probably played a role. And then it was just me, like I've talked about it, just living selfishly mm-hmm. and doing my own thing. And then now coming back after meeting Abby and, you know, us getting back into the church, we were going to Rock Harbor, Huntington beach, which is now branches. And that was great. You know, it was a great experience there, but we were far. They have a great teacher over there too. Yeah. Yeah. Really good teaching, really good community. And I honestly, you know, you, you go to church to church, right. And, and okay, well, let me qualify this. I, I haven't been, we're talking about Southern California very small location yes. and my experience with church is like Calvary <laughs> Chapel and Rock Harbor. Yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I mean? And we yeah, went yeah. to Salt Lake and we had some These other are two huge churches essentially but the, and, or well established. And they're also, known. but it's like, it's a certain way that church is done, right? You go to a Sunday, there's yeah, yeah, yeah. the three worship songs, there's the, the well, sermon and then the songs. And I've never out. been to a church that didn't do that. Right. So, <laughs> so, so what, it, what, so what is that? Is it, and where does it come from? Is it just because we're here in Southern California or I don't know if you go to a church in Texas or if you go to a church in North Dakota or what, like what is this, is this the American church that it's become? And or we should it, have prefaced the, prefaced this whole show by saying this is from what like me and Drew's own experience, what we know. It's not, I mean, what we're saying here is just from what we know. So just give right. us a little bit of grace on that. Yeah, definitely. You know? <laughs> but I would say that, I would say, be, yeah, to me, it'd be safe to say that what we see here in California could be general for the cross the could U.S., be, yeah. I, I would say. And I'm then, sure there's always an exception, but I would say 
Yeah. You're going to go into church. There's going to be worship at the top, maybe uh, uh, some scripture read, and then some, you know, a few points. There's going to be three points on the teaching. (laughs) Point one. (laughs) And then they're all going to have the same letter it starts with, (laughs) the three points. It's going to be like, you know exclusion oh yeah, or, yeah. <laughs> excellence yeah. and <laughs> they're gonna uh, either rhyme or right, they're gonna have right, yeah any, <laughs> anyways um but okay but then there's the other side of it so that's that little s- structure or expression or format of how that church is is going that's also kind of uh you know like a white church, if you want to say that. Now, I haven't been to a, a, a predominantly African-American church. I haven't been to a pro- predominantly, you know, East Indian church or whatever. But I I feel like the church service that we go to, the music that we listen to is is well, Americanized. American. I, w- I would say, say white. white. I mean, we have, a, there's a lot of different races that are mm-hmm. in, that are in America. If you go, like, if but you if go you to, go a, to more, I, but I, I would, I would say, I'm going to push back a little bit, but if you were to go to Andreas Huerta's church, mm-hmm. which is probably mostly Latino, they're probably going to be they're doing the same thing. Right. But what I'm, what I'm saying is that expression of church is, is a Calvary Chapel church, which if you go back to the seventies or when, when it started, uh-huh. you know, the, the worship that was there was more of those, those bands that were coming out. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, diff- yeah, it was yeah, different yeah. than they hymns. More, it was yeah, more yeah. like a if you want to say rock or yeah, folk yeah. type worship music, but it was more yeah. you know white influence. I would say if you go to an African American church, they're singing more gospel. You're going to hear maybe more piano and bass versus mm-hmm. electric guitar. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying uh, okay. that that's what I'm saying is I like, got you. There's a certain expression that mm-hmm. that's there, mm-hmm. and but again, this is what I grew up with and what yes. I'm used to, so it's it's normal for me. And, but and, my wife Abby, who's um, she's half black and half white, um, when she goes to church, she really notices diversity if it's there or if it's not. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that's important. Um, you know, if you go to a, just the idea of in scripture, you, you know, when God—I I don't know if it, I think Paul talks about—you know, there's neither Jew nor Greek or Jew or Gentile. Mm-hmm. Basically, talking about diversity, like everything is a part of God's community. Yes. Like there's no, there shouldn't, I don't think there should be, you know, a predominantly this racist church. This or, is good because, um, I, and I see the same thing. I'm, I'm Latino, I'm Mexican ethnicity. Um, and I see that too. When I go to a church, if it's heavily white, I'll notice right away. Cause mm-hmm. I'd feel immediately. And this is my own insecurity, but I immediately feel, um, excluded, mm-hmm. you know, not, um, Maybe not on purpose, but it's just, just I don't feel by the look of it. Yes. And this is important because the church is supposed to be an inclusive thing. Mm -hmm. Everybody's welcome, Mm -hmm. no matter what you're, what you look like, what you um, live like, Mm -hmm. you you know, the worse you are, the better you, the better you are at church. You know what I mean? Like. And Come as you are in, in however, whatever you are in your life. And right. so when you go to a church and if it's like that, like what you're saying, you go to, you go to a church and just like, say you're white and you go to church with a bunch of Mexicans, you might have, it's probably might the have same that thing. same feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also too, like, I think the church should reflect the community. So where, wherever that church is, what is that community surrounding? So, and that's, and that's so true if, too. Yeah. If, you're if you in, go to your Relinda. <laughs> Well, right, it's probably because that's that's what I've done that before. You know, someone invited me to a church, and I was like, okay, I'll go mm-hmm. just to visit. You know, and I was in your Belinda, and there was a bunch of white people, and I was like, one Mexican. And I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, so 
and it's hard to say again so give us grace on this yes, i'm just saying that please. the expression of <laughs> as you listen to yeah, this but the expression of as you're I, screaming at the radio <laughs> i think that of what jesus wants to see is a bunch of believers a bunch of like-minded people that follow him that want to be like him and all of the other things become secondary so whether you're a white male republican you can be sitting next to, you know, a African American woman Democrat, mm-hmm. and you guys can still be worshiping together, mm-hmm. having more in common because of the fact that you're yes. you're under the blood of Jesus. Yes, right. You yes. know, so that's that, that's, that commonality is is above anything everything else. else. Yeah, exactly. And I think that again, this is maybe my critique, but again, I only, I have only seen so many churches. I don't know if that's done well. And how how would that be done? Like if I was to go critique a pastor because their congregation is predominantly Mexican, mm-hmm. well, they live in a Mexican mm-hmm. community. But but is is it like that because of there's exclusivity, or is it just a, a product of of the environment? And I would you know? say, and I and I just can't help but notice the exclusive the exclusivity in churches. Okay, it just yeah. like you were saying it, when you you kind of noticed when you went to Morningstar that there was some clicks. Mm-hmm. And I think um, this is something that just happens naturally because of who we are as people. Our fall, like, and I don't want to say fallen, but like because of our flesh, we happen to um, be attracted to certain groups of people, whether it's because they're like-minded. And I think that's a lot of it too. You just have things in common with people, but the way our church is structured, American church, white, I don't want to say white church, American church, there's a pastor and he's Mm -hmm. the, he's the head of the church. And when you go to church on a Sunday, there's one guy up there and he's teaching sometimes. And then that kind of trickles down. Everybody naturally wants to be a part of that Mm -hmm. for some reason, because the lights are on him. He's getting the attention he or she mm-hmm. um primarily and, and, he yeah primarily he um which that's another conversation, that's another conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but um and people tend to flock to that and mm-hmm. whatever leaders are you know uh involved in that leadership people want a part of that and all of a sudden there's starts like you're saying there was leadership in your church you don't even notice but there was probably some kind of exclusive club or you know quote yeah. unquote yeah. that people feel like an outsider of and and it's hurtful when you when you feel like when you're that, not a part of when it. you're not a part of it correct now when we were talking about this i think in human nature you know the idea of celebrity or the idea of a leader kind of being propped up i feel like it's natural i feel like that's how people tend to flock to you know a group you mm-hmm. know a like-minded group mm-hmm. you want to feel a part of something and that's what church can mm-hmm. be sometimes the only thing for people is just to feel a part of something, but then also like who's leading that. And then who do you want to be like? So a lot of times, and then back to American culture. So let's just talk about like mega churches. Yes. Right. I've never, I don't know what you classify mega church. I think there's probably stats. I think there's like a number. number. Yeah. But let's just say, you know, I think if, you know I think if there's a about. congregation over 5,000, that's considered a mega church. Is that what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think I that's no what idea. the number is. So, and if you think of five thousand, it's actually, I mean, that's a. That's I mean, a I lot. know there's some churches that have thirty five thousand, but right. five thousand is a lot. A lot of people. So, I think naturally, that person on stage is going to be is going to be elevated. Yes. Right. And so, but I, I don't know because I don't. You know, I don't. I've never lived in another country. I don't know if this is just American, mm-hmm. but the American culture is very 
celebrity driven, yes. right? Like we, there's a celebrity, whether it's an actor or a musician or, or whatever, we, we prop them up as greater than, right? Yeah. If you saw, if you saw, uh, Tom Cruise in the street, I like Tom Cruise. He, <laughs> I was Scientology or not, you know, Tom Cruise is legit, <laughs> but if you him, saw him, you would lose your mind. You'd be yeah. like, Oh my gosh. You know, and he's like, running in a full sprint <laughs> because that's just what he does in his movies. <laughs> That's Straight. how he does normal day life. <laughs> Just running everywhere. <laughs> Hood slides. <laughs> I mean, you would be, you would kind of, you know, starstruck, yeah. that idea. Yeah. So in, and that can happen in the church. In the church, and it does happen. And so, okay, so that does but, happen, right? And and you, and I think we're guilty of it a little bit. Yeah. I mean, me and Drew, uh, we have, we like Mike Erie. Mike Erie, mm-hmm. he's a host of Vox uh, Box Box podcast. podcast. He had a church. He's been a, a pastor of a number of churches here, churches in, here in Southern California. And we've both been following him for years, mm-hmm. for years. I mean, back in, what, 2004? From like Rock Harbor. Yeah, when Mesa. he was in Rock Harbor. And, um, and we still follow him. And I think, I mean, we've had this accidentally noticing ourselves kind of like, oh, well, Mike said, you know, and, <laughs> and, uh, right. Know. Yeah. And so you're, you're right. And that can naturally happen. But mm-hmm. why, but why do we, why do we feel drawn to Mike? I think for Mike, cause he's just a good teacher. He's a very good teacher. Good teacher yeah. I think he, he explains the word well, he brings out things, you know, historically and then, you know, applying it. But then also I feel like he, and maybe he would say different, I'm speaking for him, but I feel like he shows a lot of humility in the way that he talks. Yes, he, and he definitely talks and about he, a lot of times short. he deflects from him himself and tries to, you know, just point it to what, what the topic is, not so much what I know, but, mm-hmm. you know, pointing you to says. Jesus mm-hmm. and making Jesus more beautiful. That's why I'm attracted to it. But yes. At the same time, he can become something greater than he should be in our minds or in our. In, oh, I'd be totally fanboy if I, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna right. I'm gonna meet him in person. <laughs> so and then and then flip that. He talks about N.T. Wright. That's a um, he's a scholar, uh-huh. uh, a theologian in Europe somewhere. I mm-hmm. think maybe in England. I don't know. But he talks about him almost like fanboyish and talks. You know, mm-hmm. reads his books and his works. So it it can be in all levels, right? So so then back to. The just, celebrity pastor, mm-hmm. you know, why is that person or why are people following that person? Is it for the right reason? And is it what this and, is how I think it should look? Okay, you have a huge church, fine. I mean, you can critique it and you can say that we shouldn't have mega churches and they should be smaller, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if there's a mega church and you got some sound teaching, sound doctrine, doctrine, and you have a guy on stage and he's becoming a celebrity, which I think will naturally happen, what is he doing? to deflect that or get out of the way of that mm-hmm. and point people to Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's how I think it should look. And I think where where you can kind of see it happening is when people start to talk about that that pastor more than more than Jesus. Jesus. Or and or you can catch yourself slipping if you right. you know, it's a good sign if you're like, "Oh, well, pastor and so and so said this or he does this and mm-hmm. he and all of a sudden you're just talking about this pastor rather than what you read in scripture." Right. And okay, so now you're making me think about a bunch of different things. It's okay, go. But so in that in that sense that can happen by itself or that could be fueled by the pastor that's speaking. Cuz you can be at a place where the pastor is a okay, it could either be he's allowing that to happen, people talking about him more than Jesus, mm-hmm. and he could he could um put that down or you know, on stage say, you know, however you want to say it, like squash it basically, 
right? Like, I, you know, I hear people in the congregation talking about, uh, you know, yes, me yes, and yes, my family. Yes, yes, or, yes. And, but that's if they're not, aware. Well, right, if they're aware. That's not what this is about. This is about Jesus. Or Ooh, I just thought of something too. Or it could but be what and kind of what you're going back to saying where their heart if they if where their heart is if they're going to deflect it. What if they don't deflect it? What if they're they're bringing it on? Yeah, that and that's happen. their own flesh. You know, maybe their their intentions are good and they mm-hmm. start you know, but then they start to it feels good to be um, uh, affirmed or in a light. Yeah, yeah, you know, and and they start to bring it at you know. I mean, we've talked about it with Brian Sumner, you know, filling seats at a Mm. church, you know, the lights and the smoke. And I think there is an effect. There's a production to church where it brings out artificial feelings of like, oh, you know, like Mm -hmm. you're worshiping and stuff like that. Having a spiritual experience that's maybe artificially conjured up, so to speak. That could happen. And going back to what you're saying with a pastor, what if a pastor is kind of artificially making people you know, drawn to, to them. Mm-hmm. And th- and that can happen. Like what if they have a, uh, I don't know, a radio ministry or their podcast or <laughs> Isaac and Drew yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, but like, and then you start hearing the radio and it talks about that pastor's name, that pastor's name, this pastor did this for this person. And, but it's, Ooh, it's, but it's Jesus, but it's not saying what yeah. Jesus or God did for that person. That yeah. can be dangerous. dangerous. Yeah. So, so that's one aspect of the church. And, we're we're talking again, like what we experience. And what we're we definitely see. criticizing the church right now, <laughs> but I don't think it's no. So I much. think we're just acknowledging like some of the stuff that happens. Yeah. What about? Okay, so finish your thought, and then well, I'm I was move just gonna, some, I was going to move to another another topic of it in the sense of congregation. Right? Yeah. What is the? Yeah. Okay. So what were you going to say? Okay. So so that's like leadership. We're so you have talking pastors, about cele- celebrity pastors can be there. Hopefully. Hopefully that person has the right heart, has a humble heart. And even if that is happening, they're doing everything for the right reason, you know, because they'll, they'll, well, maybe we'll get to this later. Why don't you jump to the congregation? So it's like, there's that part of it, leadership part of it. But then what is the, the part where we fit in? You know, we, the, 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 the normal churchgoer on mm-hmm. a Sunday morning, um, where do we, what role do we play? You know, um, well, Whether hope- you're serving or just showing up, like mm-hmm. it's, it's, we have a role in this too. I mean, hopefully and, it's an active role. And, and, but I think we're as a, as a congregation, what we tend to do is, and we've talked about this before too, is, is how does the church fit in our lives? You know, mm-hmm. finding that church that fits us church yeah. shopping, which <laughs> for, I, I think people, I think pastors cringe at that. And I think this is something that. They could, they should, you know, that it's something that, uh, how could you not like be like kind of dis- not disgusted, but like put off or mm-hmm. not, what am, what's the word, right word, you know, it's kind of like, cause like we're just, trying to find, you know, and this is like going back to the Western church. So it's like our Jesus, our personal Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, what does he look like? And we kind of use the church to, you know, uh, move that along and, and, and see how, how we, how he fits us best. Yeah. Cause I think, you know, an analogy I think I've heard is you know, you're, you're driving the car and you see Jesus on the side of the road. What we tend to do is pull over and say, Hey Jesus, get, get in the back of the trunk and, c- and come along with me on the ride. Or, Hey, sit in the passenger seat. You know, we're going to drive us to our next spot when really we, it should, we should get out of the car, let Jesus drive and uh-huh. we get in the back seat mm-hmm. and let Jesus lead. That's not, a good metaphor. Not, not us living our life, having our plans. And then how does Jesus fit, fit into in. that? And and you're right. That is, and that goes the to the American, church. How does the church fit my lifestyle? What do I look? Same thing. What do yeah. I dress like? You know, do, or the church I go to do well dress the same? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or 
whether it's uh I don't know. I don't know why I always think of churches like with like a bunch of hats, like and everybody with the weird mustache, you know, like now. <laughs> what, like a hipster yeah. type that's like style? to me like that's well, like a, like a hip like a new church that people would want to be a part of for some I don't know why yeah. just, that's just my, my my imagination. But, but it goes to the point of deep deep V-necks. <laughs> <laughs> I could see you wearing deep V. No, come on, bro. Crew cut. Crew cut. <laughs> so the other thing is like there's that aspect of for the the people that go to church, the people that call call ourselves Christ followers. What are you know? How does that fit in with us with and, our identity? Yeah, so, that, and that's what it is. It's like we're trying to identify ourselves with the church we go to. That yeah, we can. I'm we not can. saying everybody. Yeah, but can. then also it's like back to the American culture, our our culture, and of the idea of consumerism and. Uh, even with church, like size, like, you know, a big successful company, a big successful church, you want to be a part how, of it. how many people are there or, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then uh, what are you getting from it? And I've heard it criticized, you know, churches criticized, not churches, but people that go to churches the way that you would rate a movie or a concert, you know, like, <laughs> like per sermon. Well, you go to church and like, well, you know, the, okay the music today. was okay. You know, I don't know. The teaching was a little off <laughs> okay, or, okay, yeah, you know, yeah. like we, like a critic. We're, okay. we're rating it almost like critiquing, but it's like, we're not, we're not, Dang. we're not going to church. Definitely to done get that before. <laughs> yeah. I'm guilty of Definitely it too. Done that for before. sure. Like we're not going to church to, to get something like that's not the idea of church, like to go and, and get something for ourselves. It's Slurring. us to go and, and, connect to God yes. and to other believers. Yes. Have a community, right? And and go to see what you can give of yourself, not what you can receive. Ooh. That's right? a very and good that's, point. And that's very and that's the, the teachings of Jesus. Better to give than to receive, mm. right? And we go to church wanting, you know, almost as like a personal help or self help yeah. book. Self help um service. Come on. <laughs> Come on. And it's but and I get it. It's good because you go to church and you do feel like you get something or maybe you're convicted or maybe you feel, you know, peace or, or something that something you're going through that, that happens. But that shouldn't be the reason that we're going to church. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So back to the congregation, hopefully it's an active role. Hopefully the leadership, even if it is this celebrity pastor, hopefully everything's judged not on numbers, but on how many how many people are actually developing as disciples of Christ, mm-hmm. right? Like, how do you measure that metric? Yeah. You can't. But how do churches get measured in our day and age well, in America? Like, mm-hmm. The number. Well, it, it's funny because I have a, a friend. He goes to a Calvary Chapel. I won't say where. But he, he said it's a big church. He mm-hmm. says there's like 3,500 people. And he has to serve every day on his team or every weekend on his team because there's not enough people serving. And it's and like people are, and people, you know, 3,500, like, how are you serving every weekend? You mm-hmm. know, and the poor guy's getting burnt out. But, um, my point is, is like people are just going to church because mm-hmm. check um, something off. A, a yeah, box they feel off. good. It makes like you're saying, it makes them feel good. Mm-hmm. Like I did my, I'm here at church, somebody, right. you know, and I feel good. Go out the rest of the week and yeah. And not really giving themselves, which is now what God calls us to do. He's, yeah. He calls us to give all of ourselves. Right. Deny um, ourselves mm-hmm. and complete, you know, take up your cross and completely follow Jesus. And I think that um, as as people who are not, I, I'll get into a little bit of, of kind of where this whole conversation is coming from, but um, being critical of their church mm-hmm. and, and um, being so critical to the point where you almost want to separate yourself from the church. Mm-hmm. And I that think happen. would it be fair to say you can have some experience in this and as, and that, what that looks like 
for myself. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so we were in Salt Lake and we were going to church, but then we moved to a different church because, you know, not that the term not feeling fed, <laughs> right, by a sermon, but uh, Christianese. Yeah. Um, and then went to another church and it was, it was good. That was a good church. But then at the same, we just didn't feel connected and we had already made some friends at the other church. Mm-hmm. So we went back to that one. Well, what did that look like? What's like that? leaving and going back? It was, I mean, we weren't, wasn't a big deal. we weren't like that involved to oh, where okay, it was okay. like any, you know, nobody noticed. Okay. Um, which can feel sad. That can make feel sad too. If <laughs> right. someone leaves and no one calls no one you. Cares. Yeah. And that may, and that's what sucks is our human nature wants people to, uh, to care about you know this yeah. community going yeah. back to community right. you want to be part of a community and then if you leave and and no one notices and no one and then you feel like oh and then it's her being hurt by the church right. and you're even though it's like a group of people maybe it's you that you weren't um a part of a community so of mm-hmm. course no one noticed you know yeah. but you can't help but feel hurt by the church yeah but go ahead keep going Sorry. well and then i was just gonna say then we moved back and it's been over a year now and we don't have a home church and so there's why is that? there's some of it has to do with you know my critique of the church or my um you know feeling that the church is done a certain way and can kind of be off putting mm-hmm. some of the stuff that we talked about here and but then can you give it just again just kind of give some examples well just the idea of I I guess for me and I don't want to speak for my wife because she told me not to uh, <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> Uh, but I'm Abby, just, Abby's scary. I'm looking for authenticity. Just kidding. Abby's lovely. <laughs> I got scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for authenticity when it comes to church. Really, when it comes to anything. Mm-hmm. And and listen, I'm I'm not talking from but a high horse. Okay, yeah, but yeah, yeah. but I can be right. <laughs> yeah. So like, but anyways, like so authentic, an authentic pastor, authentic people. Mm-hmm. Uh, like not, I don't, I'm not looking for a big show. I'm not looking for a performance. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking for some good Bible teaching and then connecting with people. Okay. So that's like what I would want. The other side of it is our, you know, and this isn't a really great excuse, but it's been hard to get to church on a Sunday morning with our son, Nolan, who he's a night owl. And then you can critique us and say, well, why don't you have him on a schedule? Yeah. (laughs) Everybody starts judging your parenting. And I don't care. Do it. (laughs) And, uh, but he stays up late and gets, and wakes up late. So it's been, and then, now my wife's pregnant and she hasn't been feeling great. So it's just, you know, it's some so, variables. It's just different things that happen, but we, you know, we haven't gotten to church. So and now that also, Drew blamed his family for not no, going. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's because it's me. This is my family. I'm responsible. And then the other side of it was like, um, Nolan not doing too well in the children's ministry. And then that separation, you know, with Abby and Nolan. Anyway, so just all of that, we haven't found a home church. So I'm guilty of not, not, um, following my own advice of saying you should just be in a community. You should be in a church community. Don't be so critical of the church and try to, if you think it should be made better then you'd be the person that helps create that change. Right. So that's our side of it. What, what has your side been for, for church recently? Well, I mean, as everybody knows, I, I go to a church, um, Southlands, which is a small branch of a church. It's a branch of a, of five other churches, right? Yeah. Um, one, and that's including, yeah, it's a camp, and it's including one that's in Thailand. So oh, okay. I was, man, like they had a, a missions trip this last year. I wish cool I would could check it out, but maybe sometime in the future. Um, but me and Drew, you and I, we we talk a lot about the church, about the the 
uh, just the different aspects of it, whether it's the worship, you know, with the mean you tend to be put off by the lasers and smoke, <laughs> you know, the production of it. Because, yeah. ta- again, talking about like kind of the artificial. Um, uh, or trying to 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 dwell up some kind of feeling. Yes. By, you know. Ha- and, and you know what? And to, again, have but, grace for us because we're uh, this is our we're judging. <laughs> but. Christian music, uh, you know, when you hear a song on the radio, like say oh, that you yeah. didn't know, no, you know, it's sure. a, you know, it's a, a Christian song. You know what I'm doing every time I drive to a podcast, right? <laughs> Listen to worship. No, but what I'm saying, there's a sound to it. There's, and it's chords, it's notes mm-hmm. that have a certain feeling. Music, mm-hmm. music invokes. Feeling, oh yeah, right? yeah. Any kind so, of music. I mean, you well, can listen right. to the doors or, you well, know, right. some there's, kind of punk rock that, you know, there's a feeling to it. So memories are attached to it. Cause I listen, we listen, I listen to a five still, you know, I'm right. just like, get, I feel young again. <laughs> just like, yeah, no, but what Put I'm my saying helmet is, on and like, just walk around my house. It's kind of weird. <laughs> like to your point of like a manufactured or artificial thing, mm-hmm. like the music is not, um, there's no it's not like there's no thought it's not behind the music. it there no but i'm saying there is thought behind it to get oh, it should evoke a feeling but i think so when like if like a like hill song so i'm just asking like because you're a musician so you know more um like a hill song united is they're making a new song do you uh-huh. think they think of that like what it's gonna make I, people feel like well i don't know i can't speak for them but okay. i know you know that there's certain songs that create like, you know, like an anthem song, you know, or, or, just, yeah, you know, or there's a song that you can, you know, you're going to use some minor notes and it's going to be a little sadder. Or just, so okay, all, okay. all I'm saying is that, but I think what you're talking about is more of like the smoke machine, the, mm-hmm. the lights, the production, the production of it. So anyways. And so, well, we've, we've together since we've been doing this, you know, we've, we've had a lot of conversations about the church we have conversations about a lot i I mean and this is one we're kind of letting everybody in on that we're being Mm -hmm. a little bit vulnerable and kind of putting ourselves out there i mean we might people might be super critical of this or or turned off by us even saying these things which yes yeah and and this is kind of you know we've decided it's it's okay i mean like i said have grace for us um we don't really have that many listeners (laughs) so we're good (laughs) just kidding we can't afford love you guys (laughs) Doing good, Drew. Go yeah, on. I know. I'm well. um, so you know, I've been part of this church. I mean, I've talked about it a bunch. Um, we've had a lot of guests um, from my church come on and share their story. They've been um, great in supporting us. We got to do the live show. Yes, um, yeah, uh, recently. Um, but for a long time, I've I've struggled with the church culture and struggled with um, seeing some of the things again that I personally. Uh, don't like and some you know whether it's you know clicks or the teaching itself and not again like oh that sermon was okay you mm-hmm. know sorry kelly but he won't listen so it doesn't matter <laughs> but uh, but we could do that right yes. we can and, and critique it like we're going like to see you're a movie saying, when you said that about critics i'm like dang i do that yeah. i and i honestly i will be like oh worship today was okay mm-hmm. you know what i mean or not the best set you know what I mean? Like, cause it, cause I'll break down the songs that they choose. That we're, I'm like, I just don't like that song. You know, but if you, I, sorry, no, no, go, go. But if you really think like, that's what we do. Yeah. But if you really think about it, what we're doing at that moment, or is we're joining in on a worship service that's going on in heaven of the angels singing, holy, holy, mm-hmm. holy is the Lord God almighty. Like we're, we're just we should just be going to worship God, but mm-hmm. yet we go and can be like, eh, I didn't feel it. They shouldn't, <laughs> they shouldn't have picked that song. You know what wasn't I mean? Feeling like, it. Or or why didn't they have two guitars? Or why didn't they? Have, so yeah, it's yeah. just sad that we can be like that because worship is supposed to be a time of service where we're we're praying to God through song. 
Yeah. And, and or just giving them praise. Praising them. Yes. Yeah. Through song. Um, so yeah, I, so I just, in, in those, those, um, things that I had been picking apart, it started to build up in, 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 in for lack of a better word, starting to build up resentment towards, towards the my, church. my church. This isn't a church that I'm a member of. Right. Um, this is my home church. These are people that I, I fellowship with. Um, a church uh, uh, you know, led by a pastor that he's my pastor. He's mm-hmm. my pastor. I'm, you know, I go to his church. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started to build up resentment and I started to unknowingly started to kind of separate myself from the church and what mm-hmm. they were doing. Mm-hmm. And this looked like this came out in things like not doing church things, functions. Um, and, had, and you're a uh, ops leader. I am a lead well, you, I, are you going to get to that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I mean, no, 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 you're, you're fine. It's just like, I don't even know how to talk about it. Cause I'm being very vulnerable right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is definitely stuff in my private life that I might not ever have talked about that I, you know, otherwise. Um, but I think God has led us to this conversation and, mm-hmm. um, it's good to share, I yeah, think. Yeah. Um, and it's just kind of funny how it all worked out. Cause we were talking about doing this podcast before a lot of this came out before mm-hmm. I even, I think, well, we were talking about it, but, um, so anyways, it's just, uh, just slowly kind of separating myself from the church and, and, and came to a point where I just started to feel like, Oh, I don't even want to go to this church anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in short story long, <laughs> long story short, <laughs> I uh, resigned from leadership and I didn't do it in the best way. You know, I did it through a text, mm. you know, and I think I talked to you about it. It's like here. breaking up with a girlfriend over text. <laughs> if you ever break up with me, Drew, just do the text. <laughs> yeah. What did I tell it's, you when you told me that? Uh, no, I don't remember. Well, I was just like, yeah, you shouldn't have done yeah, it no, no, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're like, that was not, that wasn't, wasn't um, good. It wasn't, that wasn't wisdom. It wasn't wise to do to do such a, especially in a small church, you know, my mm-hmm. church is a congregation of about a hundred people. Mm-hmm. Um, there, the, you know, people who serve and lead, it's very much needed at this point. Um, in our early, I mean, we've only been established for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. So, um, I didn't do it well. And then when my pastor reached out to me to see like, if everything's okay, I ignored him because mm-hmm. I didn't, I had so much built, built up resentment at that point, I was kind of angry and mm-hmm. for no reason. Yeah. I was very confused. I was expressing you. I was very confused about what I was feeling, why I was feeling that way. I knew that it was stemming from a lot of the things that I wasn't agreeing with or mm-hmm. not liking, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, it, and it ended up turning out to that. And then me being at a point where it's like, I think I'm going to look for a different church or even not go to church at all because I don't like the institution right, or of this, church. Yeah. Like the way, you know, everything about church, American church, I want to say, mm-hmm. is there's just a lot of it that I, I don't know, I just, I didn't feel good about. Um, I took Drew's advice and I reached out to my pastor about a week later and I was, you know, just to let, just to apologize for. And to sit down with him. To sit down with him and, and apologize for not talking to him about, you know, or at least resigning in a better way and right. just kind of, cause I just bailed all of a sudden they had yeah. no idea. Yeah. No idea that what I was going through. Right. And, um, ended up turning into a conversation that was more than that. Mm-hmm. And it was, and I was able to, uh, vent a lot of the stuff, a lot of my frustrations. And it was a, a good conversation. It was a real conversation that I had with a person 
not he's my pastor, but it ended up being with a person. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a man like myself, and we were able to um get out our you know he was able to tell me a lot of you know maybe even some of his views on me mm-hmm. as much as I was telling him yeah and it was good a lot of disagreement and and but in the end there was I got something good out of it which was I let the, and I believe and he helped me understand what was going on with the my a lot of my confusion and frustration and the resentment that I was feeling was I was letting the enemy get a foothold in my life, in my in my life, in my family's life, um, through separation. I yeah. was starting to isolate myself. Was started. I was, was wasn't going to community group. wasn't talking. Not that you have to go to community group, but it's a good way to have people be accountable for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't talking to any eldership. I wasn't letting anybody know how I felt. I was just keeping it to myself. Um, I think I talked to you a little bit about it. You know. Um, but it's you're not a part of the church, right. so it's yeah. it's hard for you to mm-hmm. have any um, equity in what was going on in my my life with in my church life. Yep. And um, so in the end, I think uh, I realize that, and I realize how important church is. Yeah. And you you had the hard conversation that a lot of us wouldn't want to do. Oh, it was and would walk away from and just awkward. Easy- <laughs> <laughs> easier for you to just stop Walk going away. to that church yeah. and Wait. go find a different one. Absolutely. Because here in Southern California, churches are on every, every block. There's know? one way closer to my house. <laughs> <laughs> so that the, was, I mean, the pastor wears that converse with the flannel, you know, just fit right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was great that you did that. Um, but really, I mean, really the like kind of manning up and, and going in and talking to him face to face and, and look what came of it. Like, stuff got brought to light and mm-hmm. you were able to understand things that maybe you didn't know or you didn't know his point of view or mm-hmm. his side of it. And you just assumed. And it was, yeah. When you told me that I was like, I was kind of taken back or it's kind of surprised that you did that. And then even myself, I gave you the advice, but I was yeah. thinking like, I probably <laughs> wouldn't have done did it. it? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> but, but that just goes to show back to this whole conversation. And I, I, I it all ties in the fact that, the church, you know, we, we have this American church where we meet on a Sunday you go for an hour, hour and a half and you, a lot of times people are just and going to And if it's an hour and a half, people are going to, if nah. people are pissed, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sermon is too long, but, <clears throat> um, it's supposed to be that community, that back and forth and you being able to go to your pastor and have a real conversation with them and talk about the hard stuff like that's, that's what church should be right there. And it's very and, important. And you grew from that because you, you realized what you were talking about, like the devil getting a foothold, mm-hmm. um, the enemy, you know, finding those ways where you were having those uh, feelings of resentment, maybe bitterness and, and whatever, mm-hmm. like that's right when the, you know, the enemy can work mm-hmm. and keep you separated from your community. Mm-hmm. So, I think all of this maybe to wrap it up and, and again, we're not, we have some critiques. I don't have the answers. We church has done a certain way here. It's not perfect. It's never going to be perfect, but if you're going to a church, hopefully you're in a community. Hopefully my family and I find a community. That's what it's about. Pray for them. Yeah. Pray for us, please. (laughs) That's what it's about is community. Not so much the sermon, not the, you know, the pastor giving you a teaching, it's you being there with like-minded Christ followers yes. and growing with each other, yes. sharpening each other. You know, the idea of the iron pow- sharpers, sh- sharpens iron. The power that comes out of people joining together and worshiping God mm-hmm. and, and, and following God together as a community 
I mean, in, in that, and that's in a, and these are micro communities, right? A church is like yeah. a, a micro community of the macro church, which is the, like you the said earlier, church the global church, the, the, everybody that follows right. Jesus. Um, and then, or go ahead. No, just saying that, um, it is so important. It is so important. I, I was so close to leaving the church, my church, but leaving the church body. And it wouldn't have made me an unbeliever, but I was, I just didn't, I was being lied to and saying that what this church thing mm-hmm. is all wrong. Right. And it's not what God intended. And that was being told lies because that is exactly what God intended. Now, I'll say this, God intended for us to be in community, right? And to us gather as believers. Yes. How we're doing it as a church right now, it could be, or there could be some wrong to it. And we're talking about like the mega churches and Mm -hmm. stuff, and even maybe your church or churches that I've gone to, maybe there is is some stuff that's... that's, Don't listen to them, guys. Your your (laughs) church is great. (laughs) But but remember, we've said this before, it's run by humans. Yes. By people broken, fallen sinners. Leading sinners. (laughs) You know, but I mean, under Jesus and we're saved by grace and all of that, but it's still going to look messy and it's going to look ugly. But hopefully it's not, this is my personal opinion, hopefully it's not inward driven it's not focused on the inwardness of that church those people it's spreading out to yes. the community around them furthering the kingdom and you know and that's going to look like you know we have a church service on sunday but hopefully you're living out church you know throughout the week you're loving people yes. that you maybe shouldn't love or you know, that don't love you hopefully you're you know reaching out to the less fortunate uh, the orphan and the widow, the needy, you know, that you're, you're able to, to love those people and show the love of Christ. That's what the church is ultimately here for. Yes. You know, we're not, we get saved and God doesn't take us straight to heaven, yes. right? We're here on earth for a reason to bring others to be a live to on mission, others yeah. to Jesus. And, and if you are having, um, if you do, if you've been hurt by the church or if you in a church and you are experiencing um some hardship like i have just some critiques or criticism that that it might be separating you um my pastor told me he said you know what if you've been offended or if i haven't done stuff in the way that that you know you've liked he's like please have grace for us mm. he said we're trying you yeah. know and i i think that was great advice yeah. as much as we want grace from everybody else and you know and the the god the grace that we were given to god we need to have grace on on leaders of of the church the people of the church in our communities yeah um to not judge um and to just love them through the hard times like you were saying mm-hmm. and then also i just thought of something do it might have lost it we come on dang it no but i was just um shoot Dang it. We're going so good. Brain fart. <laughs> I was thinking of something. Well, just the idea of, you know, being hurt by church, um, but talk to someone. Yes. You know, that's that's what I thought. I thought of it. Um, <laughs> reach out to someone. And if it's something like Isaac's talking about, like he felt he had some criticism towards the church in general, but then, you know. His, felt like his, I couldn't talk to anybody. His pastor was the one that, you know, represents that church. He went straight to his pastor. He didn't go gossip to some other people I in the pews yeah. and, and talk about, hey, isn't this stupid how this church mm-hmm. does this, this and that? That's the stuff that's not needed. That's you bad. know, you need to go straight to the source 
or you know you don't talk about amongst five other people before you go to the source like if there's something you've been hurt whether it's a another brother or sister you know in Christ at the church go go to them directly Jesus talks about it in Matthew tell how yeah. you know, if you have a transgression go with the to person them directly. Go directly yes and then if you know so that that whole thing but it, but also go to your pastor go straight to your pastor I think what your pastor was telling you which I thought was great was like he was saying like yeah you should bring all of these things to me, even though you felt like you were maybe going to be going to gripe to him or, yeah, or have some stupid felt, little critiques. But he's I saying, felt like I didn't have a place to say anything because it's right. not my, you know, it's not for me. The church is not for me. It's for everybody. Mm-hmm. And they're doing great. So I just didn't say anything. But for him, he told you, you know, no, I need to know those things yeah. or I won't know how you're feeling. He's yeah. like, I'm I can take that. Like that's a part of his job. That's mm-hmm. a part of his, you know, job title as a leader to, to take a bunch of crap from people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> um, and it, it, that means he's going to change everything because of what one person says. But I think that's good to to bring these things out so you don't just hold them in, like you said, mm-hmm. and just isolate yourself. That's that's big. Mm-hmm. So other than that, love Jesus, love people, <laughs> right? <laughs> so go ahead, Drew. Close this thing out. Well. um, we just we didn't have notes written down. We just kind of wanted to just talk about this and let it go. Hopefully, there's something there. Hopefully, there's some wisdom. Hopefully, God can use this for people. Don't but, judge us. But yeah, <laughs> but it's not. I, I think we should be. We should use discernment. And if something's not doesn't feel right at a church or whatever, you know, then maybe it's not right, and you need to go somewhere else. But if it's just personal preference and you know, you know, the worship music or the sermon or a certain style then maybe you need to look more inward and in how you're, you know, a part of that community. But, so good. but we will say um, it's all about Jesus. It's all about the scriptures and following him. And hopefully you can find a community that is like-minded in that. Amen. So with that, we just ask that you open your eyes, listen closely, soften your heart, and ask God to reveal himself to you. 